Hey everybody, my name is Danielle and this is Chatter Out Loud. Thank you so much for joining me. Your presence is very much appreciated. So welcome or welcome back. Today I'm back to chat about Reasonable Doubt on Hulu. This past episode, episode 7, titled Jigga What? Jigga Who? <laughs> Uh, for me, it earned back stripes, um, so I am fully back on board with this show. Um, well, I never gave up. Anyway, I'm here to chat a little bit about it. If you're interested in hearing my thoughts, keep listening. So this episode gave us a lot to digest, and it was certainly entertaining, right? Um, something really funny, really fast. There was a few different times... <laughs> My husband had to ask me while I was watching this episode. He was like, what are you watching? <laughs> and if you saw the episode, you had to have noticed that this this episode had explicit scenes, sex scenes. Um, and don't get me wrong. I'm not a prude. I have a husband whom I love and we've been together a very, very long time. Uh, we had fun. We had fun, you know, but th- this episode was a lot. <laughs> Um, but again, this series is rated mature, so we should expect a lot. (laughs) And I guess, um, in this episode, it was very mature. All right. Anyway, the episodes begin with, uh, it begins with Brayden in the car with Sarah, his wife. Um, I think they are headed to court. They had a little heated conversation with Brayden confronting Sarah on meeting with Ryan, right? He showed the pictures and Ryan is Kalisha's husband. Uh, So he was showing her pictures of them meeting behind his back. Uh, Sarah told him that he had something, he meaning Ryan had something on Braden and she was doing what she needed to do to protect their family. Um, And that kind of like calmed Braden down a little bit. And then Sarah confronted Braden asking if his affair with Kalisha was just physical or did he really love her? And Brayden did, um, he didn't directly give her a yes or a no. And what he told her was, you are my center. <laughs> and this worked in the moment. But later during the trial, when they were reading emails or something from Kalisha's laptop, Brayden used that same phrase on Kalisha, telling her, you are my center. <laughs> uh, we didn't see the full aftermath of, of that phrase catching up with Brayden, um, Apparently, he's just throwing around that phrase to every woman in his life. But we did see Sarah, her face turned, right? And Brayden's head dropped and he didn't turn to look at her (laughs) Um, because he knew, right? By the way, during the trial, the prosecutor rests and Jax, she's now putting on the defense for Brayden. She's doing pretty well, we think. Uh, One moment she got to use the prosecution's witness against them as Kalisha's cousin, Fallon, became unhinged on sand. She's like, he murdered her. So whatever credibility, credibility, excuse me, she had before the cross-examination, it was all just blown up by her screaming on the stand. He murdered her. He murdered her. (laughs) Um, And so that helped create a little bit of doubt, right? Uh, next, we see Lewis as he juggles the kids and managing his feelings about being separated from Jax, uh, his routine with the kids and putting lotion on their knuckles. I thought that was pretty cute. He knows how to keep control of the ash. <laughs> uh, later, we see Lewis run into JT in the supermarket where he invites him to a party. Um, JT invites Lewis to a party. Uh, the only thing I want to say about this is that 
they showed us different points of view where JT was encouraging Lewis to be the man and basically put Jackson place, put her, put Jackson in her place. Whereas the other guy who happens to be JT's cousin by marriage, <laughs> um, I can't remember his name. Um, but he was keeping it real with, with Lewis saying, you know, trying to make him acknowledge, Hey, you agreed to the terms that you and Jax came up with. Um, you know, with Jack's working and building her career and him staying home. Um, and he also suggested that they try couples therapy. Personally, I favored this person's point of view versus JT, but I understood both. Um, okay. The other thing I wanted to talk about or call out in this party was that when Lewis was trying to find the bathroom, he walked into uh, a room where JT was having sex with two girls. One of the two girls happened to be Tony, I think that was her name, who was recently divorced and eager to be Lewis's friend, you know, uh, now that she knew that Lewis and Jax were separated. So she was all in his face, giving him her number and all this other stuff. Anyway, Lewis walked into the room, saw them having sex. She looked at him and it just was a mess. He didn't join in, but... Now, she knows about the separation between Jax and Lewis because their daughters had playdates or their friends or something like that. But yeah, Tony was eager to be Lewis's friend. Uh, and she gets her wish at the end of this episode, by the way. One other important item to note is that Lewis uh, went to Jax's mother, right, to try to get information on whether or not there's some hope between Lewis and Jax and seeing if the mom can add any insight or any information. And is she messing around with someone else, right? The mom didn't give a straight answer. <laughs> uh, so he suspected, you know, like maybe Jax has someone else. And during this conversation, Jax's mother slipped by saying something like, yeah, things are getting better, especially what happened between Jax and Paul. And Lewis is like, well, what happened? And then she kind of skirted the issue. Um, uh, Paul is Jax's mother. Oh, no, excuse me. Paul is Jax's mother's husband. I can't remember her name, but um, so we are getting we're getting more confirmation that something definitely happened between Jax and Paul or should I say something definitely happened where Paul did something to Jax right okay Jax and Lewis have a moment where they you they become united as parents when their son Spencer failed the test he didn't complete assignments or failed the test or something to that effect um afterwards they had a good time smoking and <laughs> was getting close and like just reminiscing and just having a good moment. And then Jax's phone rang and she took the call because it was about the case. And this triggered Lewis to leave um, and get back into his feelings in terms of Jax always putting work first and stuff like that. Uh, she later apologized to Lewis, but they just don't see eye to eye and they're just not happy together. Uh, Jax's point of view is that they are always considering Lewis's feelings, right? Lewis's point of view is that he sacrificed a lot and put his career on hold to support her. And um, from what I see, he resents Jack's success, success and she resents Lewis for resenting her. So I don't know if they're ever going to meet in the middle, but it doesn't look good for them. Damon. 
So briefly, Damon and Jax had a night in the hotel. More sex. It was very passionate. Um, when Jax goes into the shower, her phone buzzes. And wouldn't you know it, there, were, there are multiple messages from Will. Remember, I was like, where's Will? I want to see Will in this episode. In, in this episode. Well, we didn't see him, but we heard from him in terms of a text, right? Remember, he was the security guard that caught feelings for Jax, right? And he didn't, he was like, well, I want more. And she's like, no, that was just fun. Like, you know, anyway, his messages are getting more alarming with each one that we read, right? I had to pause it just so I could see like, what was it saying? <laughs> anyway, Damon hears the phone buzz. Uh, Jax is in the shower. So he picks up the phone and he deletes the messages from Will. Mm-hmm. So that leads me to believe like, dude, does Will know anything? I mean, excuse me, does Damon know Will? Like, why would he just delete the message from Will? Right? Also with Damon, he is fully on board with the scheme. He's running with his brother in the shop. Um, initially, I thought it was drug drug related, but it's dealing with car parts and replacing them on one car to another and making a profit. I don't have much knowledge into this. Um, I guess this is a real thing. I'm not sure, but it's some type of scam that they're running. They're making quick money. Um, and again, as I said last time, whether this was drugs or now that I know it's car parts, uh, nothing good is going to come from this. <laughs> um, Jax and Damon agreed to go to the restaurant where he is sharing how much he loves oat milk <laughs> only to see her phone ring and she ignores it. And when she looks down, it's a call from Lewis, right? And just to fast forward, Lewis is outside the restaurant watching Jackson Damon through the restaurant window, right? Initially, he was going to head inside and I probably cause a commotion, but then he thought against it and got back in his car. And in the next scene to, to end this episode, we see him with that Miss Tony in another explicit scene, more sex. <laughs> and uh, Lewis deemed that he and Jax are done. So he's had it. That was the final straw. He's done. Oh yeah, Jax received a call from her mother that Paul was in the hospital and it doesn't look good. So it looks like Paul is dying. Um, I suspect we'll get to know more about like what happened to him and then what, what did he do to Jax, right? So one observation I wanted to make is when Lewis went to Jax's home, she wasn't there. She was out with Damon at that restaurant and uh, Lewis asked the babysitter, where's Jax? Um, and the babysitter said, oh, she didn't know where she was, but she left an address where she'd be like leaving an address for the babysitter. Like why an address? Um, or was it the name of the restaurant? But no, she said she left an address. Like why not a number? I don't know. I just thought that was odd. Anyway, that's how Lewis ended up at outside of that restaurant. So the babysitter gave him that information that Jax gave the babysitter. <laughs> All right. I like this episode. I think we're getting a lot to consider. Um, yes, I'm still interested in who killed Kalisha, which is all about Braden's case, right? Who killed Kalisha or did he kill Kalisha? But we're going to find out who killed Kalisha. Uh, but don't forget in episode one, it did start off with Jax being tied up and she was pleading for her life. You know, like I won't tell the please, please. So who kidnapped Jax? Who, who had her captured like that and why? Um, also what did Paul do to Jax? Like we want to know. So that's another, um, prong, right? So we have who killed Kalisha? 
who captured Jax where she's pleading for her life and then what did Paul do to Jax right those are the three main things I think that I could think of off the top of my head that I'm looking forward to finding out I like this episode and I look forward to the next one all right on to the next one all right reasonable doubt streaming on Hulu with new episodes every Tuesday are you watching let me know your thoughts in the comment below All right, and that's all I have. So be sure to come back and give me a listen. I'd love for you to like, share, follow, comment, and subscribe, all of which will help my channel grow. So thank you in advance. My name is Danielle, and you're listening to Chatter Out Loud. Thank you so much for joining me. And as always, I appreciate your support. And that's all I have. Thanks again for listening, and I'll talk to you next time.